basic zone camera modes or creative zone modes? Which should I use? Hi and welcome to episode 109 of the Photography Explained podcast. I'm your host Rick and in each episode I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes-ish without the irrelevant details. What I tell you is based on my lifetime of photographic experience and not Google. Before I go on, I do need your help. I need your questions to answer. More on this at the end, but stay with me and please get thinking. Here is the answery bit. When I say basic modes, I'm talking about these. Well, these are the ones that my Canon 6D has. Scene Intelligent Auto, Creative Auto Shooting, Special Scene, Portrait, Landscape, Close-Up, Sports, Night Portrait, Handheld Night Scene, HDR backlight control. All sounds rather splendid, doesn't it? Okay, let's start by explaining the difference between creative and basic modes. When using the creative zone modes, the photographer changes some camera settings. With basic modes, the camera chooses settings for the thing that you are photographing. And that is the fundamental difference. So when you're starting out in photography, you might well start with the basic modes where the camera does the technical stuff for you. What you do as a photographer is choose the mode that works for you. And whilst the camera is doing the work for you, by doing this one small thing, as in choosing the mode depending on what you're taking a photograph of, you're actually beginning that journey into photography, and you really are. I'll come on to that later. Now I want to look at these quickly in turn. Scene Intelligent Auto, this is a fully automatic mode where the camera analyses the scene and chooses the best camera settings, including focusing options. Creative Auto Shooting or creative audio, as I wrote in my script. Creative audio. Hmm. In this mode, you can easily change the depth of field, drive mode, and choose the ambience you want. Which is nice, isn't it? Special scene. This is how you get to the scene-specific modes, which are portrait. This mode blurs the background and makes skin and hair look nicer. Landscape. This mode puts more of the photo in focus using a small aperture and also gives you the more vivid blues and greens with very sharp, crisp images. Close-up. It's for photographing things close-up. That's not a surprise, is it? Well, what were you expecting? Sports. <laughs> Sorry about that. I couldn't resist. Sports. Makes the centre air point the one of choice and defaults to faster shutter speeds and continuous shooting. Night portrait. Handheld night scene. We well, need a flash and a tripod is recommended and this mode will help you get a nice night portrait and keep the background looking nice too, which is um, which is a clever thing, isn't it? HDR backlight control. Well, the camera takes three photos at different exposures and keeps the image with the least loss of shadows recorded. That's very clever. and I didn't know that. The only problem with this is that you can only get photos in JPEG doing this, not raw. Oh, well, the talky bit. It's important that you feel comfortable using whatever mode you want. There are people out there who will tell you that to be a real photographer, you have to use manual mode. Nonsense. I use AV mode most of the time. I'd rather you're out there taking photos, whatever your level of ability. That's what matters. Photography is drawing with light, not a technical exercise, not a demonstration of how clever you are or how complicated photography is. No, that is not what photography should be. It should be drawing with light, taking photos, creating new things. Let's not forget there are people out there who are just getting started in photography and we should be encouraging them to get out and take photos and learn whilst doing this. And if that means using a fully automatic mode, then fine. Taking photos gives us something to work with and every time we go out and take photos, we're building 
Well, not only a collection of photos, but also a collection of data with each and every image, which provides information which can be used to help photographers to learn. If you haven't got any photos, how are you going to make sense of all these numbers and other things? It's much better that you learn this stuff with your own photos. And another thing we have to remind ourselves of, not everyone wants to know the intricacies in... Not everyone wants to know the intricacies of the exposure triangle and all that complicated stuff. Really, I should write <laughs> I should write easier words to speak, shouldn't I? I'm really not up to this. Some people have no technical interest in this technical stuff, and that's just fine. It's plain rude to assume that everyone wants to be able to have full control of the camera and know the ins and outs of manual mode. I mean, even more so these days, when for many people, their introduction into photography is with phones. I mean, you've got none of this nonsense to work out with a phone, have you? Now, there's probably a generation of people out there now who will buy a camera to get better photos, but they'll, they'll be using the same techniques that they've learned using the phones. These people will start off letting the camera and the tech sort out the camera settings. They'll pretty much pick up the camera, maybe zoom in, maybe zoom out, and press the shutter release button and that's it, photo taken. I mean, it's it's like using a phone, isn't it? Some people will get into the creative zone modes and some will not. Either way, it's fine. As long as we're getting out there and taking photos, it took me four times to say that line, by the way, and people are being given helpful, constructive advice and encouragement, photography should and will flourish. But if we keep hitting people over the head with manual mode, Photoshop and technical complications, photography will decline and the phones will take over. Well, that's what I reckon will happen anyway. Now, I know that might sound a bit dramatic, but these basic modes are clever things that have been created to help people take photos. Again, photography is about taking photos. And I'll come back to a point again. The very act of selecting anything other than fully auto is the first step in hopefully getting into photography. It's a conscious decision to do something specific when taking a photo of a specific subject in a specific situation. That's too many specifics, isn't it? It's the first step in what could be a long and very special journey. And I really hope it is. You might have gathered by now I feel very strongly about this and the fact we should be encouraging everyone to get cameras and go out and take photos. We should be encouraging people to learn photography, be the best that they can, take the best photos that they can. But however people do this is fine and it shouldn't be condemned or criticised. Our job is to help, encourage and support new photographers. Well, any photographers, to be honest, any level, anywhere, any time. There's far too much... I don't know what the word is. I've, I've used the term snobbery before, but it's worse than that. I still read on a... Well, when, whenever I go on the internet, if I go looking for it, I will find some criticism somewhere of somebody for not doing something in a certain way, and I hate that. So get out there and take photos. Use whatever mode you want to. Enjoy photography. Create new things. That is what photography is all about. Okay, and if anybody has a go at you and says what you're doing isn't correct point them in my direction and I will sort them out for you, I promise. Okay, rant over. What do I do? Well, for my commercial photography work, I use Aperture Priority. Works for me. For my personal work, I may use Program Mode, Aperture Priority, whatever I feel like doing. Yesterday, I used AV Mode, then spent a bit of time in Program and then went back to AV and that is fine. And I quite enjoyed it as well, having a wander around with my camera with no commercial pressures. That's called enjoyable photography. What mode should you use? You should use the mode that you're happy with, the mode that will help you to get the best photos that you can. Big takeaway, use the mode that works for you, 
And no, you still do not have to use manual to be a real photographer. Related episodes. Well, there's plenty of good stuff that you can catch up on if you missed it. Episodes 100 to 109 are all about camera settings. Blimey, that's um, that's <laughs> that's a lot of stuff about camera settings, isn't it? I probably need to move on to something else, don't I? So just check out the episodes page for more, photography.com forward slash episodes, I think. I'm not going to list them here. I'm not going to say them all again to you. You can check that out yourself at your own convenience once you finish listening to this episode, obviously. So what's next? Okay, then. Next is Photography Explained Podcast Episode 110. 10 excellent actionable tips for beginner photographers from me, Rick. This is sort of following on from this episode. I'm trying to create a logic in the episodes and trying to create a flow and make things, you know, it's like a story in a way, isn't it? But in very short parts. So yeah, 10 excellent actionable tips for beginner photographers from me, Rick. Shout out. Shout out to me. Nobody else has asked for one. Get your question answered. Well, this is what my podcast is all about, answering your photography questions. So please get in touch with your question. And not only will I answer your question, but I will give you a shout out on the episode, which has to be nice, doesn't it? Just head over to photographyexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start. And what this also does is it means that I'm not doing the shout out for me, which is a bit sad, isn't it? So get your questions in and um, I would love to answer them. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, I'm done. Thanks for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast, it says here. To find out more about my podcast and do stuff to help me, check out the podcast website, which is photographyexplainedpodcast.com. This episode was brought to you by Yorkshire Tea. No, I'm not being paid to say that. £4 for a big box from Tesco the other day. It was a bargain. I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again very much for listening to me and for giving me 10 minutes-ish of your valuable time, and I will see you on the next episode. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, straight talking advice for beginners to get you making money quickly and build a career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.